Hey guys, this is Karina, and I'm the host and creator behind this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. 25 years ago, I survived a brainstem dissection that led me to coma and a locked-in syndrome. The mission of my show is very easy, to be here for my community of survivors. 25 years ago, there was none, no social media, and no podcast. And the goal of the show is to make the life of one stroke survivor around the world one person feel better about their situation. Mission accomplished because we are number seven worldwide in the category of Stroke Survivor Podcast. So make sure you download, you follow, and you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss anything while you are rehabilitating yourself. On Facebook, you can reach me at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page and on Instagram at SSTO underscore the podcast so what do you think we get the show on the road grab yourself something to drink and a pen and paper because i always say the faintest of ink is better than the best memory and come and join me as we are recording today's episode on motivation so why would you possibly do the mind decluttering which is directly linked to your emotions and your emotions are directly linked to your recovery and your physical aspect. Why would you want to be doing that? Well, you might want to get rid of mental issues, mental health issues that you have. It might make you feel calmer. It might make you feel happier, a little bit less anxious and much more confident. These are things, it's proven that by removing stuff that we have over uh, either in our space, in our minds, when we remove that stuff, we feel more in control. And as stroke survivors, I know that once the stroke happened, you lost control. It was out of your control. But this is a chance for you to gain back some control and practice some mindful work. It all boils down to that. After you're a stroke survivor, I had to do months and months and months of a lot of mindful practices. But by doing so, I removed and I reduced the stress that was caused by my mess. Again, I want to reassure you that however you have been feeling, angry, frustrated, tired, exhausted, uh, where you don't, you can't put words. You can't put words to how you're feeling. You can't express it. Those are normal things. It doesn't have to be like that forever. Remember what I said, knowledge is power. Now that you're more aware of this particular situation, you might want to be doing something. So in the next segment, I'm going to tell you a couple of things on how those five ways you can declutter your mind and emotions here on Stroke Surviving the Odds. So let me ask you this. When you went to school, did you start writing right away or... Did you start learning the alphabet, writing the alphabet, capital letters, 
small letters you started to read and all that affected your speech right and let's say you're working out or you used to work out did you start lifting a hundred pounds right away or did you start with 10 pounders and what did you do right the more you worked out the bigger you got yes or the more weight you lost so it's a little bit the same thing when we talk mental mobility you have to start small and move big but these small movements are going to really propel you to bigger ones afterwards it's a little bit the same thing guys you have to be patient and you have to give it time but you do not stop you got that you need to feed your mind constantly 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 because you know your mind is a muscle and it doesn't matter if you had a stroke and parts of it is damaged the neuroplasticity is going to build different pathways to it that's what's great about it you don't need to fully understand the function you just need to have the will to start at the beginning just like when you were in elementary school or just when you started working out or working out to lose weight same thing I have a rhetorical question for you. When I tell you that your mental state has to be comfortable, your psychological state, why do you think that is? Because that's the part of you that is needed for all the other parts of you to work. You know that your brain and your mindset are really the basis of you. So listen. You need to strengthen your mindset. We're going to talk more about that in other episodes, so you guys stay tuned. You need to identify the areas that you want to be improving in your mind. What is it that you need to really go forward? Now, the physical part of you is going to happen once your mind is at ease and is getting stronger. Your body is not going to have a choice to follow. I always tell you, when my mind is preoccupied, when I'm stressed out, the first place that hurts is my body, my neck, the upper, the, the lower neck, the upper of the shoulders. But once the mind is at ease, the body is also very comfortable and operates to a much better capacity. Last but not least, the emotional state. Guys, 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 we know after having had a stroke, the freaking emotions, they fluctuate. They go up and down and up and down. They're crazy all day long. But again, if you have better control of your mental state, Your body and your emotions are not going to have a choice and they are going to follow. You can work all you want. You can go back to work. You can do everything. But if you don't start by controlling these right now, it's going to be harder.
And remember what I always say, what you resist persists. And I want to set you up for success. Once again, every single thing that I mention about in my episodes, it is because it is tried, tested, and true. I have done this shit. I've done plenty of mistakes. And it's really, really on me. It's my duty to share what I learned. If I can save you a fraction of the pain that I've had, I want you to please give it a try. Okay? Sounds like a plan, guys. when I started this whole process of a podcast, (laughs) I had to sit down with myself and figure out my life and write down the patterns and really understand why I got out and why I'm as strong as I am. Those of you who've listened to me before, you probably know this. And if you don't or you don't remember, Well, this is a good time to write this down. I call it the three A's that you need in order to advance after stroke. The first one is to acknowledge, acknowledge that the stroke happened. Don't be in denial. Don't try to put it under the rug. Don't stay pissed off and angry for everybody forever. Acknowledge that it's there. Number two is accept. When you acknowledge, it doesn't mean you like it, but it means you accept it. I have right now my sandals in the middle of the living room right now. I don't really like them in the middle of my living room, but I kind of have to accept that they're in the middle of my living room because I'm talking to you right now in my podcast and I can't do two things at once. You understand the concept of acceptance? You don't have to like it. But it is what it is. And the third A is action. The only way you can get your life back on track, the only way you can put everything back, put all the puzzle pieces together, is action. Action is going to make changes. No actions, no changes. And life is boring when there's no changes. So, acknowledge, accept, and acknowledge. (laughs) Okay, now I'm a little eager beaver. Okay, acknowledge, accept, and action. I often use the example of the stroke being like a tornado. And you, the survivor, you are the eye of the tornado. You suffered the biggest impact. But what happens when a tornado hits? There's debris and there's all kinds of things flying around. And so it's the same thing when you have a stroke. People around you is dishuffled. Work, family, friends, finances, relationship. Everything is a whirlwind. That is why it is so important, guys, as a survivor, to find that balance, to find that alignment. And the number one thing you need to do for that is self-care. So if you don't know why it's so important, I am going to tell you. 
Number one, it improves your physical mobility and your mental health. Whether you're sitting on a chair or in a wheelchair or in your bed and you are working your affected side or you're just playing cards actually. You're not working, dick. You're not doing anything. You're just enjoying yourself. You see, my brain still goes work the affected side. Fuck this shit. I want you to enjoy it. Okay? There's so many. I I love to play skip bow. Do you guys know what skip bow is? I love to play cards. And I loved it so much before that I wanted to start doing it again. They sell these. Talk to your OT guys. Talk to your occupational therapist. They sell these, these, these little racks in front where you can put your card vertically. There's a little slot and you slip your cards and they, 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 you know what? If you really want to do something, there's, I, I assure you, I had so many little gizmos and gadgets that I bought afterwards when I went back home to try to get back into my routine tried to get back to my self-cares or playing my cards like I wanted to do. I could play skipball for four hours in a row with my mom before. That's something we bonded on. We didn't bond on many things, guys. But that was one thing that we did. And ironically enough, it's when I was pregnant. So it, it, it had a special meaning again afterwards. So I wanted to learn how to how to play cards now with my new affected, unaffected, my new reality. Now, if you go ahead and you have the intention of relaxing, of doing something that you absolutely love to fill your cup, but you are thinking, I'm going to work my left or my affected side. I'm going to work my effect. And you can't. You're going to be disappointed. And you are counter-reacting. The whole idea of learning how to self-care is to show yourself some love and some compassion. And enjoy a few moments without having to think of this damn stroke. So on a physical, I want you to do your best. Try to find little things. Ask ask a woodworker. I had a girl in my OT. Her husband was a woodworker. He did an appear, something for her. I loved it so much. I said, I'll pay you. I'll give you I'll give you like five, ten, twenty bucks for it, but I need it. And he made one for me. That's on the physical. And on the mental health. I assure you that if you say, fuck this right now, I'm enjoying myself. I'm lying in my pedalo on the river and I'm, I'm just floating. I'm not paddling. I'm not doing anything. I'm just floating in my canoe, you know, or something. Just that is enough. Don't focus on what you cannot do where you used to be an Olympic paddler and kayaker, kayaker and all that. 
I want you to focus on what you can do and find pleasure in that. I often say, guys, adapt, adapt, adapt. Unfortunately, that is probably the most operative word that I will say, adapt. So not only does self-care improves your physical and mental health, but it lowers stress. Again, if you're concentrating on your affected side, you are upping your stress because you're going to be pissed because you're not going to be able to uh, do it the way you want to do it. I want you to lower your stress. I want you to be happy. Did you know that self-care also lowers risks of illnesses? Yes, you get sick less often because you're happier. It increases your energy too, guys. It's like you, you're pumped because you got to play cards. Like me, the first time I played cards, I didn't care diddly squat about anything. I played cards for the first time. I was happy. And I didn't think of my stroke. So you know what? Maybe today you're not going to do it perfectly. Maybe tomorrow you're not going to do it perfectly. Maybe next week you're not going to do it perfectly. You know what that's going to do, babe? That's going to build resilience. That's going to make you stronger and stronger. And it's going to give you an objective. And and you're going to have fun along the way. And you're going to get better. And you're going to have less stress. When you have less stress, people around you feel it also. They feel your happiness and your energy. I know that you have heard the expression... What you think about, you talk about. And what you talk about, you bring about. You bring into fruition. It's a whole big mouthful. And we're going to get back to it in a couple of minutes. But right now, I would like for you to be in the now, like I mentioned in my intro. Be very present in your life. What's happening around you? Do you feel the bubbles and the suds in the bathtub or the birds chirping outside or the cars on the street that are driving on a wet road or the kids crying in the background? But by being present, you're actually allowing yourself the pleasure of digesting your reality as it is right now. And it's not that bad because you're here. It definitely could be better. In some cases, absolutely. But I'm not living on a cloud and I'm not being superficial and I'm not wanting you guys to only be living on rainbows and chocolate because it's not reality. But I do know this. I know that What you resist persists. The more bitter I was, the more sad I was, or the longer I stayed sad, rather, and mad too. (laughs) The longer I was, the longer I stayed. And I've asked you in the past, haven't you already suffered enough? 
Isn't it time for you to move on? Don't you deserve to be happy? That's what I want to talk about today. I want to show you how to get happy again, how to find joy, how to find happiness in everyday moment. But in order to do that, you need to be right now. Can you do that for me? Better yet, can you do that for yourself? In case you guys didn't notice, I pieced up a few of my favorite episodes where I give you guys concrete tips on how to move on after stroke. So I hope that you got this, that you take that you take the time for yourself, that you took some notes. If you have any questions, uh, I would love to hear from you guys. You know that on Facebook at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page and on Instagram at SSTO underscore the podcast. So this is what I got for you guys today. Please take advantage of everything that I talk about. And thank you for your patience and enjoy this beautiful day, guys. You are alive, baby. Yes, you are. Love you very much and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.